Welcome to Taking the Hot Seat with Abigail. I'm your host, Abigail. Thank you for joining me today. On today's podcast, I will discuss Ama Piano. Do you like house music? How about African house music? Well, Ama Piano is house music with an African twist to it. This genre has its own history, which is interesting. So stay tuned for another mini history lesson. So before we get into the nitty gritty, I wanted to discuss um, how I even got to discover this genre. Um, So I have to be honest, I didn't really hear the word I'm a piano until last year, which is 2022. Because sometimes I feel like I have no time concept. I feel like ever since 2020, like all the years have been morphed into one. So I have to remind myself like, Abby, it's, there's, there's like we had New Year's and everything. So yeah, last year is 2022. Anyways, it was summer and I was interning at a hair salon in Kenya, which was super fun. Um, some of the workers were talking about an event and they kept mentioning the word I'm a piano. And I was like so confused and perplexed as to what they were even talking about. So I asked, I was like, huh, what is I'm a piano? And they educated me and told me that it was a musical genre. So I found songs that were under this genre and I realized that I had heard a lot of Ama Piano and I'd never even realized it. Then when I came back to the US and I started school again, I watched an African BBC documentary about Ama Piano and since then I have not stopped listening to this genre, finding artists within this genre, seeing video trends, and I am completely hooked. This genre is like music crack, honestly, and requires a special type of patience and vibe. So I'm giving yet another history lesson and I hope you guys enjoy it. I am literally loving these episodes like I love learning about cool stuff and I'm just such a nerd plus I like I have the platform to educate others while learning it and I think that's so cool so I know I've talked about the history of afro beat and afro beats they're kind of all morphed in one and then there's another um African musical genre that is gaining a lot of attention and rightfully so this is amo piano sometimes shortened to piano and I've also heard others refer to it as Afro piano. I don't know if that's a separate thing itself or similar or it is the same. I'm not sure. But the word Ama piano translates to the pianos in South Africa's Zulu tongue. This genre first started appearing in the mid 2010s. It has evolved out of South Africa, South African house music with a bit of kwaito, which is a genre that is native to South Africa that has bl- uh, has a blend of musical beats from Zulu folklore and Afropop. So in short, Ama Piano is a blend of South African house music, kwaito, deep soul house, jazz, UK funk, and a little more other stuff. But those are the main genres that have really made an influence on this genre. Ama Piano became a soundtrack for the young generations in South Africa. It's kind of the same way with like hip hop and how it became a very big, um, genre that was very uh attached to the young generation of its time it's very similar in that way a lot of these genres that end up being very popular usually are um 
led by the youth of that time because usually the adults are like, not the adults but like the more older generations are like no it doesn't sound good da, da, da. it's too this it's too that and um we, we see that a little bit with our piano and 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 a lot of other um genres that ended up being very popular and not just popular ended up having an impact on not just the music world but the political world and, and all that good like all all that stuff music is deeply implanted in our society guys so anyways the young generation has really led i'm a piano so the fame of i'm a piano stems from and forgive my pronunciation of some of these places i am not south african i may butcher these words but as long as you guys are getting the gist of the story that's what i'm here for okay so the fame of i'm a piano stems from pretoria neighborhood in 2016 the pretoria neighborhood lies outside of Johannesburg, which is the capital of South Africa. Ama Piano is distinctive and is often known for its atmospheric pads, its synths, and spacious bass lines, continuous piano keys, and percussions from the Zulu kind of music. Something Soweto and Moonchild Sainly were among the first South African artists to release an Ama Piano genre song, and the reception was absolutely amazing. Then South African rapper Shoma Josie came out with an Ama Piano track. And um, since her second home is in the capital of Tanzania, I'm gonna mess this up. Dar es Salaam. Probably messed that up. Sorry. But um, she helped broaden the Ama Piano audience because of the place that, one of the places that she is very known for being around. There are many other artists who have released and, um, released i'm a piano genre songs that have helped this go forward but these are the ones that have like stuck out in its history i just want to like put that out and be like it wasn't just these people so another um release that was very important came from the popular producers and djs and um these two people dj maforiza probably messed that name up too and cab cabeza de smalls um and others hopped on this musical train, and uh, the this duo they created, um, what's it called? Collaboration, a collaborative <laughs> EP that um, definitely did a lot. This EP literally it was the shift that I'm a piano needed. Okay, so in 2019, I'm a piano was so popular in neighborhoods, and house parties were launching the pad for I'm a piano. And then for most of 2020, South African charts were topped with Ama Piano bangers, thanks to um, DJs and other South African artists. But there were other South African artists who had washed away the genre, who were like, uh-uh, like, this is not, is not going anywhere. Like, look at this genre. That's... I don't want to say shame on them, because we've done that with a lot of other genres, um, especially world, like... And I don't like this word, world, world music genres. I, I don't really like that word. It feels very like, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. Maybe I'll describe it in the future. But why I don't like that word. But um, a lot of um, these genres from other countries and other continents are like, oh, it's not going to make it anywhere, blah, 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 blah. Only for it to make it like past where anyone thought it would go. So anyways, a lot of South African artists didn't believe in it, but there were a lot who were like, who could see the vision and who were like, it's gonna make it, it's gonna be there, like it's going to go past our borders. 
Anyways, like I said, the real shift happened when DJ Maforza and Cavs de Smalls um, collaborated. And their EP was called Scorpion Kings. And um, it's done super well. This project broke barriers and limits about this genre. And because of a lot of these South African artists pushing this music forward, um, I'm a Piano went big and became the go-to for DJs and artists in Africa and the UK. Then TikTok played a huge role in popularizing this genre through the use of dance challenges. So TikTok users used Emma Piano tracks to create dance videos, food videos, fashion videos, all kinds of videos. So where are we now when it comes to Emma Piano? Communities, events, festivals, and touring franchises in the UK have also emerged. And they've come together and, um, you know, uh, used Emma Piano and um, incorporated Emma Piano in their events to make these, um, one, these events more fun and two, to expose um other people from other places and other backgrounds about this um genre what i would like to really point out is one thing that i've realized about the u.s and uk and forgive me if you're like i don't think that's right well i feel like it is a little bit the u.s and the uk i feel like they don't really know what they like when it comes to music and here's what i mean by that you know, a lot of music will get hate and stuff like that only for it to be loved later. You don't really know, when it comes to music especially, you don't really know you don't like it and, or, or, or that you do like it until you've listened to it enough times. Hip-hop was given so much hate. People are like, it's just this. It's too ghetto. It's too aggressive. It's too this. It's too that. Only for everyone to be bumping it in their cars now. Mm, that's interesting. That's cute. That's crazy. Because let's be so for real. You didn't like it to begin with. And now you love it. Like you, you don't even just love it. Like you love it. I feel like it's going to be the same with Oma Piano. Like even people who've hated it are going to. They're going to cover their faces in shame. Because it made it to the UK. It's coming to the US. The US is stu- like it's it's going to be world wide i'm telling you and the funny thing is sometimes this hate as we've seen with emma piano comes from the community itself hip-hop got hate from other people within the the race that is most associated with it which is black people right and it got hate from black people themselves who were like no i don't see this genre making anywhere um it's too this it's too that same thing happened with Emma Piano. And where are those people now? I don't hear them speaking. Do you? Do you? I don't either. I don't either. Um, also, um, the front-running artists right now are getting booked and playing shows all over the world. Acts like Uncle Waffles, Focalistic. Wait, I want to talk about Uncle Waffles just for a second. Actually, she's going to be on my shout-out of the week. But I think it's super cool that she's playing shows in the U.S. Like, that's really, really big for a lot of our South... For not just South African artists, but, like, African artists in general. Like, being able to play in the U.S. is, like, the ultimate goal. And to be able to see Emma Piano make it here. Also, Tyla, she's... She sung. She sang here. I know she was, like, doing a bit of, like, press in the U.S., 
I, I love to see I'm a piano winning and it's trust me it's 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 gonna get bigger it's going to get bigger also I'm a um some I'm a piano acts are gonna be playing at Coachella that's pretty big like Coachella's a pretty big stage when it comes to music and to see that happening is so awesome so I know you might like want to get a taste of this vibe but you don't know like where to start when it comes to this genre it's okay i got you i left a link to the i'm a piano groove playlist curated by spotify this is a great starting point as a listener and i hope you enjoy it now on caught red-handed we will be discussing headlining buzz and twitter's thoughts on it so, Frank Ocean was caught red-handed two weeks ago at Coachella. So, a lot went down, as usual. So, I'm going to turn to Twitter to fill you guys in on it. But for the safety of Twitter users, I will not use their Twitter names, but I'll definitely be reading their tweets. So, the first user said, um, <laughs> started the set late, didn't let them live stream it, now ending the set early frank ocean you will rue the day okay so for the record the word rue spelled r-u-e means regret so in short this fan was disappointed as many people were now i'm gonna like i don't know full circumstances but based on like what i'm seeing i'm gonna try to contextualize the situation for you guys so first off like frank ocean hasn't performed live in like over six years and this man like he's been living under the radar it feels like and i feel like that's a good thing for him and his mental health um and you know, I I think that's a great thing for him and it works for him. And I know he's been working on other projects as well. So there's nothing wrong with him living under the radar. Plus, like, you know, I'm a huge fan and other fans, you know, have been like begging this man to do something. Just like make an appearance, release, tour, like just, we just want a little something. And you know what? If he doesn't want to do that, like, I understand, like, that's his own life and stuff. But I feel like the user, like this user who, you know, did feel a bit hurt I feel their pain because there's like a huge anticipation for him to hit the stage and him being one hour late must have, you know, hurt. And and not just that, it, it would hurt for him to be an hour late and then he cut his performance due to curfew. First of all, I don't even know Coachella had a curfew. Like, I don't even know the desert had a curfew. Like, that's crazy to me. Um, but I, I mean, honestly, I believe it. Like, I don't think he would just stop just to stop at all. Um, but maybe, like, we don't know why he showed up late. Like, maybe he was pushed to do this. Maybe, like, it was nerve-wracking since he hasn't done this in a while. Like I said, I don't really know the full story, but I feel this user's pain. Like, I understand where they're coming from. Like, can't live stream it, can't do this, it can't do that. He showed up an hour late, had to end early. But I'm actually very grateful that he did do that and he did come out and perform his songs. And it was very artistic from, like, the, the videos I watched. It was a full performance, there was color, there was visuals, it was great audio, like, he did absolutely amazing, and he gave, and, yeah, but I know that probably, that had to hurt some. So, another user said, Frank Ocean vocals go hard, facts on facts, this man can sing his booty off, I really do mean it, I mean, like, Beyonce herself had flown him out once because she was so mesmerized by his voice. I would love to see him perform live because, like, his music is classic after classic. And I agree with this user. Like, Frank Ocean vocals really do go hard. Like, he... Oh, and, and it's not just that. Like, the way he uses his voice to tell an emotional 
story. It's just so beautiful. So yeah, that's it for Caught Red Handed today. You did it. You made it to the shout out of the week. Um, so this week's shout out is none other than Uncle Waffles, which sticks to the theme of Ama Piano. And I know I mentioned her a little bit before, but we're going to get a little more deeper into who she is and why I think she's so, so awesome. So I know you're confused by the name. I know you're like, huh? Uncle, Uncle who? Uncle what? Huh? Uncle Waffles. I said what I said. Yes, the artist's name is Uncle Waffles, and they are a female DJ. They DJ as a DJ. You know, the, the person that gets the party bumping, or sometimes doesn't. It's okay. We're all learning. Um, she's been dubbed as the I'm a Piano Princess, and rightfully so. I'm going to give you a little gist of who she is. So first off, fun fact about her. She's originally from Etswana, which was known as Swaziland for a while. Um, to be very honest, I assumed that she was South African because of the genre that she is, which is not cool of me, but I just assumed that, oh, she's South African. When I came to find that out, I was like, huh? That's cool. Like, I wasn't mad about it. I was just like, that's interesting. Like, I, I love to see, like, it's, that it's working for her. Anyways, Uncle Waffles grew up raised by her grandmother, and later she reconciled with her mother. She didn't really grow up with her mother. She grew up with her grandmother, but her grandmother raised quite the strong woman if you ask me at a young age she loved singing and dancing to songs on the radio as every other child does but as she grew older music became her passion and she realized she had a love for mixing and creating new sounds after finishing high school uncle waffles enrolled into uni and planned on studying information technology but so soon she realized that her true passion was music I want to stop there for a second. I feel like sometimes when we run away from the thing that we're supposed to do, you find it finding you over and over and over again. And maybe I've, I feel like this is a theme that's been like in my life a lot recently because I've been listening to a lot of podcasts as well just to get like, I mean, I listened to podcasts before I made them, but to get inspo and to hear things. And a lot of the things I've listened to recently are like fear and going with the flow of life but not really achieving what she want to achieve because of fear and things like that. And so I feel like this is a theme with hers is more so like she was trying to do other things, but she's like, music's my passion. She's trying to do other things, music is her passion. Anyways, back to Uncle Waffles. So she dropped out of university and began to focus on her DJing career. She worked extensively to perfect her craft before the world knew her. Her hard work and persistence paid off. She gained recognition and had only been a DJ for a year. She had released, she released her EP, Red Dragon, in 2022, and recently released part one of her um, album, Asylum. Both have bangers and hits that are recognizable to those who who are familiar with Emma Piano. In addition to being a DJ, Uncle Waffles was a presenter on Studio One, BBC. Um, Also... BBC is like one of the biggest radio stations in the UK. That's pretty, that's pretty cool. Like she is such a busy woman. I don't know how she does it all. Plus she's a businesswoman, and then she's the owner of Uncle Waffles Music, which is a record label and a production company. Like girl, ah. Anyways, through her company, she has released several mixtapes and singles. She also runs a popular blog, which features interviews with top South African DJs and producers. She is a busy woman taking over the industry 
being the industry. Um, I think she's strong. I think she's brave. I think she's an inspiration. I think that her name itself is her breaking barriers. Who she is herself is her breaking barriers. And I can't wait to see where the future takes her. So check out her social media and her music in the description box and groove to her vibe. That's a wrap on Taking the Hot Seat with Abigail. I'm your host, Abigail. Stay tuned for more conversations with me. Yeah. Mm-hmm.